Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome everybody to the Tommy and Hector podcast with Larita Blewett. Now before we start today, uh, I'm going to, uh, I want you to light this candle thing. Now, years ago, uh, I got myself a spiritual director. Do you know what that is? Well, no, but it's like someone that takes care of the singing at mass. No, that's a musical director. Oh yeah, the spiritual director. A spiritual director is... Channels your inner chakras. Yeah. Why did you get that now? For your shows. No, no, for God. I wanted someone to help me on my journey towards God. Right. This was years ago when I was in Egypt. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So you, you don't still have one. <laughs> I don't. You've grown out of that phase. Well, I just, I'm just not interested what, in it. And what kind of a qualified person would be that? He's like a, he's a, so when you join the priesthood, uh, you, there's, you have a spiritual director, someone who keeps an eye on you in terms of all your religion. and. So he's a priest, like? Yeah, he's another priest, yeah. yeah. But he's, he's a fancy like, name for a priest. He's a, like an educator, I suppose what priest. are you doing Hector because I'm oh. fiddling because there's so much technical stuff now yeah. I can't see you with the amount of equipment we have here. just pipe people over, over peep over it right got me that's, that's why I said let's get settled before we sorry start. I wasn't settled I feel now as if I'm in a BBC Radio 4 studio with good anyway pop so mics and the pop live appease. sessions everybody so like do the nuns on uh, Nuns Island yes yes. Clears, yes they'd have a spiritual director they'd have some so it's someone that the nuns can go to. If they were lacking in a bit of, you know, feeling a bit of doubt. Yeah, yeah and just to, they'd meet with them maybe once a month just to go to, how are you feeling, how's everything going? A lot of fellas in monastic orders would have it. I'd, and maybe, maybe parish priests have it, I don't know. But anyway, I thought it'd be exciting if I got a, and how do you a just, spiritual director. How do you get So I went to an undercover Franciscan that I know. An undercover. And I was <laughs> thinking it had to be a bit undercover already. And he said, I'll sort you out with this fella. So I, I met this uh, bona fide Franciscan and he became my spiritual director mm. for a couple of but I did about six sessions but one of the things he used to do was and it's, this is a real Irishy priesty thing now he said before we start just to just so that we remember the presence of God as we're talking we'll light a candle and he would do what I'm doing now which is uh, light a little candle like that um, and I always thought it was stupid like I had no time for it. I thought, Jesus Christ, if you have to, if you don't see God in other people and in buildings and in clothes and flowers and coffee and if you don't see God in the rain and the wind and taxi drivers mm. and puddles of water and whiskey and puchin and ham sandwiches, if you don't see God in everything, like you're screwed. 
But now I kind of like it. Well, I think I he might have like been using. Candles, so he might have been what using. What smell a... is the candle? So the, today's uh, candle is, is a... tobacco and black magic. No, tobacco <laughs> and black pepper. Well, <laughs> black I'm... magic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the priest wasn't like scented candles. Did you ever, did you ever go to a house and go? There's an awful smell of black magic in this house. <laughs> they used to be sweets. Was someone riding chickens? <laughs> <laughs> they used to be sweets. <laughs> the black now, magic. so that's so we, we start that with is, that. That is quite. Funny that he has lit a candle here. Yeah. Because on my journey here today, this morning, before I left my place of abode, I I decided (laughs) on this, I decided to take something from my house and bring it to this place of podcast pilgrimage. The wife, is it? So it is quite funny, Tommy, that you have decided to start the ceremonial podcast by lighting a candle where I have brought a gift from my house oh, to no. the place of worship. Is it uh, undercover Francisca? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let him out of the car. He's been 27 out. years working <laughs> in Venezuela. It's Padre Padre Flaherty. No. Hola, mis amigos. Hola. <laughs> I'll remind me to tell you about a Francisca I met in uh, Honduras. But that is mad that you've done that, Tommy. That you've because Wait, what's your present? Because I would be big into that candle lighting. I would be big into incense in different times of the day in my house. Especially if we had Donegal catch in the kitchen at about seven in the evening. <laughs> I love getting incense. This I like incense in different parts of the house. But today, I have taken something from my house to this place of worship, our yes. podcast, to this hen house that you haven't seen in, I'd say, over 10 years. And you will remember the moment when I take it out. Because when we sat in a darkened studio on 2FM on the first ever Saturday morning to do our 2FM radio show, you brought a little piece of wood and you plonked it on front of the mixing desk. And I left it there for three years doing my breakfast show and it guided me. And I said to myself, he was on my ledge back at home. And I said, I need now to take him. To my new to place, new of, place of talking. Right, yeah. And, and Larita, this is it. Okay, so maybe that's what we've been missing out and on. this is, is it. it. Is it the little manny? And it's the little man, Tommy. And what is oh, the... look at him, look at him! So, Tommy... Tommy, did you make that while you were in, like, locked up or something? Larita. Oh, Larita, please, why do you always don't bring the... Co- <laughs> we are drifting on a spiritual like Celtic odyssey it. here. So, for people who don't know, it's... First year it's woodwork. The, it's like an old Irish... Saint Apostle. thing uh, uh, that you'd carry. It's very rudimentary. <laughs> it's very simple. It's like a fur bullock. It's, it's shit. a fur bullock. That's it. <laughs> it reminds me of something I made for my junior cert art project. Except I made it out of clay. I should have made it out of timber. That's well. That's the little. That's the little fear bullock man. And we'll put him. Yeah. Did now, you make on. him yourself? No, but you see, no, Larita. Uh, Larita, please. <laughs> I want you to come this, back to your spiritual. Take a picture ca- of it so we can put yes. it up. Yeah, the simplicity yes. of it is. Uh, it's what it signifies. Yeah, it's not that it's like it's not difficult to make a cross. This is know? an old fair bullock. It's an old Irish apostle, Celtic it's lovely. apostle. It's absolutely yes. amazing. We're so gorgeous. So, 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 so put him, put him there, so put we can up see there him. So we can look down on and us. And the funny thing is, oh. and the funny thing is that he's shaped like a fair bullock monk. And my first ever yes. tattoo that's tattooed on my body, I oh. got it seventeen years ago. Oh of yeah, age, he does look like is him. him. Yeah. And Tommy brought it to the place on that Saturday morning. You remember Tom? I sure do. He's a, he's a lovely little man. He is he'll, a nice little man. He'll guide us uh, well now over the next and couple of years. And he sits beside the bottle of Putching. Well, he's in good company then. I'll tell you, there you uh, go. a beautiful or strange coincidence that happened to me recently too. Now, make of this what you will. So, 
I was doing the Ray Darcy radio show and I was sitting in here. There's an ISDN line uh, come down to, the, to this particular shed. So an ISDN line, for those who don't know, it's a radio quality landline that you can talk over that makes you sound as if you're in the studio when you're phoning into RTE or mm-hmm. News Talk or whatever you, whoever you're talking to. So I have one of them down here in this shed. Because um, I, I remember when I got it, I was... I was doing, I was touring America and Canada and Australia and out of all these interviews set up and I'd come down here at three o'clock in the morning to talk to a radio station in Canada or 8am to do an Australian radio station. So I got this gadget and it's fantastic. So I'm down here before the Ray Darcy show, right? A couple of weeks ago I was talking to him. And I'm, as you, uh, this room is full of books. Mm-hmm. I go, okay, I uh, need to get myself in the zone for talking to Ray. You know, so the zone, my zone for Ray is trying to find the funny lad in my own head, right? Trying to access words, trying to find a fluency of speech, you know? So I have a book which is called the uh, Dictionary of Hiberno-English. So it's Uh all old Irish words and um, words that... I know it. Yeah, you know, words that we kind of, uh, uh, that are peculiar to Ireland, but not to England, right? Yes. Uh, And that are kind of half English, half Irish. I came across some beautiful ones recently. Uh, from uh, the Aran Islands. One is smish. Uh, smish. Or the eig. Smish means snot. Isn't it a beautiful word for smish, snot? Smish, yeah. Smish. Sounds when a smish of the eig? Yeah. Shramach. Shramach is a little bit of, do you little kind of... Sleep in your Duck's eye. feet. The, Duck's the, feet. The, Duck's feet, you call it. So the little bit of sleep that gets in your yeah. eyes. That little bit so, of yellow. So, yes. Some people have that yellow all the time, every day, and I'm envious of them. Why? That means they're sleeping deeply. Oh. Even while you're talking to them. And they never take it out of the corner. I thought, of the I thought right. you were going to really? say it as a liver problem. But anyway, so I I I, I opened this book anyway, and I'm, and I'm looking through it. And uh, next thing, uh, Tommy, we'll be with you in uh, in one minute. Just stay there on the line. The producer calls me up, and when the producer asks me to wait, I can hear what Ray is saying on the actual show. Hmm. And what book is he talking about? No, only. The Dictionary of Hiberno English. That the coincidence of that is fucking mental. Of the thousands of books I have in my house, of the millions of books he could be talking about, there was a kind of a synchronicity there of both of us at the same time dealing with the same book. Fine, little moment, it was gone. The following day, an entirely unrelated coincidence. I'm listening back to one of the podcasts that we've done, maybe to do a bit of an edit on it, you know. Mm. And I'm listening to the section on getting your prostate Fingered. examined. Mm. Right? Yes. I'm just listening to that and then I'm kind of, a, bits of it are making me laugh and bits of it are making me think. And then I kind of scroll forward to a bit where I'm talking about my father. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm talking my father's job and, you know, my father attending birth and all that stuff, you know. Next thing, my fucking mobile phone rings. I'm down here. And who was it? My father. And why is he ringing me? <gasps> He's ringing me to tell me to get me prostate examined. No, get out of it. Come That's on. the fucking truth. Yeah, well, Tommy, this and is... And I'll tell you a third one. A stop. A fucking be a third one. Third one, right? What did he say on the phone? Tom, how he, are you? He, he said, get your... Well... He, he said, get your PTS or your PST. There's a there's a name for... It. You, you don't say prostate straight out. Uh, Men wouldn't say a prostate, I think. No. It's better if you have initials first. <laughs> get your prostate. Uh, Shorten it up. Because it's, it's hereditary. Like, it's, it, there'd be a f- okay. There'd be a few men in the Tiernans who have that. So, but it, it's, so, but this is, this, is the, this is the fucking... This is the legendary one. And this is a story, Flan O'Brien, Miles Nogopany and Brian O'Nolan, the Badger. 
all the same man. This is a story he told. Flan, at one stage of his life, took the ferry from Southampton to uh, Bombay, which is now Mumbai. Mumbai. So as he was getting up the going up the plank in Southampton, right? Uh, now this would have been in the forties, so the fifties. So a big old ocean going liner. Uh, You've seen it in all the films, you know, people mm. fucking suitcases. Mm. Up there. There's a fella on the uh, on the quay, on the dock, and he's playing the accordion, you know, and it's just fucking, it's not Irish music or nothing, it's just all yeah. singing all these English, all jaunty songs and stuff like that. And, you know, people are uh, giving him a, a few pence and stuff like that. And they go to sea. It takes them four months to get to India. Where would you go, Hector? France? Well, you go Portugal. down, yeah, you go down. You'd have to go down would round go the to, bottom of the, underneath the Cape of, of Horn. Or would you go maybe the Suez Canal? I don't know, the unless path. they paid the, their way through it. Or could, they could have went round the Horn of Africa and up in. Up in Madagascar. Up in past Madagascar on your right. Yeah. And sailed right on across. So long, Madagascar on your right. A long fucking journey like, right? Yeah. So eventually after four months at sea, the, this big ocean liner is pulling in to the dock in Bombay, right? Hundreds of thousands of people getting off the boat. Flan is walking down with a suitcase. And who is sitting on the dock playing the accordion? The same. Someone completely different. <laughs> okay. I don't even... We've just got an eight... <laughs> That's a Flan O'Brien story. That's about... Right. A story about the coincidence that you... <laughs> Well, you said, oh, and no, the worst of all was. What, yeah, no, oh, it, Jesus Christ. Ju- I thought you were going to give me one classic moment. <laughs> Flan O'Brien's cousin <laughs> no, was there. Uh, look, what he's I did. Married I gir- he's married a girl it, from... I was going to say, is it Otis oh, Redding? No. Sitting in the dock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's nothing to do with that. <laughs> now, that would be funny. Right. But, no, the reason I told you that story was because right. the first two were genuine coincidences. Right. And well, the, you should have left it yeah, there. It was pretty impressive, the first two. And we liked two. that, Lorita, didn't we? Yeah. Do you find the, no, I don't believe the first two happened. So. Do you find the Flan O'Brien story interesting? Funny. Uh, no. Okay, we'll like, leave it there. I He's mean, dead, God be good to him. Well, you know, I'm sure that wasn't one of his better stories. Anyway, how was your week? Uh, um, my week was good. I, I brought my aunt up to Galway this morning and we were in, we left Knockmore at about quarter to nine and we got to Kilchamaw about 20 minutes later and she was still praying. <laughs> yeah, we did. I'd How'd say she was started with the Hail Mary. She Out loud? I had the radio on and I was driving, so I was trying to, not sure if I was supposed to interact with her. So I was... It was just the two of you in the car? Yeah. So I... No, so, so you're driving and she's sitting there beside said, you. and we'll say a few prayers now when we left the house. And I said, yeah, that's... I didn't answer. Um, in my own head, I was like, okay. And she started with the Hail Mary and then she started blessing the car and blessing the people that were in the car and blessing the journey that we were taking and that we got there and and she had some a l- sort of a lovely ritual a lovely and a lovely kind of a little poem about the car and isn't that lovely and tell me more about your auntie now is she yeah. married or is she married well she's a nun so no I don't think she's married oh, I think they're married to God aren't they to Jesus she's Jesus. a nun Jesus. that explains the, that explains Jesus. the lot yeah. of yeah. prayer in the she's car she's married to Jesus so um, yeah we had a prayer session the whole he's married world. to a fair amount of people now he is a lot of nuns for uh, a man leading a church that believes in monogamy <laughs> he's got a lot of women around him <laughs> he's got a huge isn't that, isn't did you feel safe in the car then um, well I I was safe I felt safe driving you know in my own my own ability to you drive, got, but I was I was a lot you slower have, do you, you have a holy water font 
do, do you? I do, I do. And do you have a holy water font? Yeah. Okay. You also have to remember all in water. The home, huh? All water is holy water. It yes. doesn't have to be sacramental life. life by a priest. Oh, there's water in everyone's house then. But um I mean, I mean, a specific little font mm. that you'd give a few droplets to someone as they're leaving the door. Yeah, sometimes it's it's empty more than it's full. It now. is. Uh, it dries out awful quick, doesn't it? it does. I'd have a little bottle with me when I'm travelling, and a few little little tiny bits with me. And is it sacramentalized or is it yeah? Be knock one hundred percent knock water. Knock? knock water. So the only holy water. Jeez, I must bring you up some on the way. I'll have to stop some. We would yeah, be. Do you want some? Oh, yeah, we are. I did a few liters. We're of replenished. Now. Replenished. I'll, I'll bring a, a milk bottle. No, you can get a two liter up there, can't you? Just dip it in. And well, you can bring your own bottle. You I can think bring it's free, isn't it? A couple yeah. of gallons of it. You don't, you can't I, pay for Knock water thing. is all over Connacht, isn't it? Knock holy water. Yeah, sure, it's the only holy water, really. Mm, yeah. Unless you yeah. go, someone goes to Medjugorje and brings it back. Would you have the rosary beads in around the indicator? My mother would always have had given, you know, she'd always have one left in the car. Yes, you know, yes. Wrapped around the mirror with the well, cross hanging down. she'd just make sure it was in the car somewhere or other. So for the safe journey. For the safe journey. And my yeah. sister has a year old little girl now and she still hasn't christened the child yet because of, you know, for different reasons and this year. And she keep her in the car for COVID. For, for but my her. aunt keeps saying to her, you know, you're depriving the child of a of life if you don't baptise her soon. And she's saying, oh yeah, well, I just haven't got around to it yet. And she's like, well, you know, she's a year old now and, you know, God forbid if anything happens to her and she's not christened. They <sighs> believe that they go to, is it limbo? I don't know where they go. Limbo. Limbo. Purgatory. Now, the thing about purgatory is you can be prayed out of purgatory. Oh, right. So say you were neither good nor bad, but you were more neither bad nor good. Do you know what I'm... sort of middle of the road. No, not even middle of the road. I think if you're middle of the road, you get into heaven. Oh, That's my feeling of it. Purgatory is where you're bad, but you're not bad enough to meet the devil. Do you know, you're just a bit of a wagon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or a spatchcock. <laughs> I think I thought if you got if you got blessed before you died, all your sins were, you know, absolved. Uh, if the priest comes into you and goes, yeah. uh, what's it called? Final uh, absolution. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But there are, say, people who just uh, go, slip under the radar. Right, yeah. Who go to purgatory. But they can be prayed out of purgatory. Oh, right. Can you come out of limbo though? Can you come out of limbo? Limbo is a, if you go down the limbo laneway. Is limbo full. is it's limbo's packed. Limbo's packed with lunatics and ludermans. <laughs> and, and they're the people that aren't baptized. I'll tell you, they're I'll t- the people that aren't I, I, baptized. So ah, I'll tell you, there's a lot of Chinese people in it. Is there a lot of Russians? There's a <laughs> there's a a road near Ratcairn, which is in the village of Ratcairn, where I learned all my Irish back in the Gaeltacht. And just as you come out of the hall in Ratcairn. And Kostentu Eryesh, and the locals call it Shias Limbo, is the laneway to the right Uh-oh. outside the hall in Ratcairn. What's wrong with the people that live down ah, there? Ah, they're just, it's just Gentry Cheesh Limbo. I stayed Didn't in a house there. What does that mean? Down Limbo. Limbo is the name of the laneway in Ratcairn, and I stayed in Limbo. I stayed in a house called Tikon and Afogin. They're McDonough's. Yeah. McDonough. And uh, they would go, call it Tach. Where's the house? Shias Limbo. Limbo was the name of the laneway in Ratcarn. What must have happened isn't down that, there? That isn't that interesting? Now, there was, it was hardly a road where they buried the unchristened, was I it? I don't know. Could be. But there's a name of a little laneway in Ratcarn. Come the glass in me is called Limbo. She's Limbo. And the next time we're up there, Tommy, I'll drive you down Limbo. We'll do we'll the we, might come, we might come we'll out. We'll do the Tommy Nectar podcast with the Rita Boot live from Limbo. So you're in the car this morning with the nun. Yes. Now, isn't there, I think that's a nice ritual we have of Throwing a bit of holy water. Oh, it is lovely. I think, you know, it 
it just it's kind of there's a, something isn't there it's kind of way, the way Irish people would say God bless yeah especially Ronan Keating he would say it a fair but now oh. God bless does he <laughs> he does uh, God bless God bless <laughs> he's playing up yeah. on the he's Irish mad for the God line. bless so I think it's a nice even if you don't believe in God it's just a nice kind of it's an Irish thing nice, yeah. nice gesture absolutely God be good to you but God between us and all harm God, that's a good may one may Jesus who died on the cross have no hard feelings again you you know, these yes, are great yeah. kind of good phrases, yeah. Folk sayings. Because the intention behind them is good. The intention behind them is I wish you well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree and I like that. You know, the little few prayers are nice. I do get a little bit you know when you're at a at a wake and the priest comes and you have to do the press-ups. rosary. <laughs> the press ups. After the press ups you do the rosary. And you know the priest does the first one and then he waits for a family member to do the next one. Oh, I yeah. always freak out I have a problem I never properly learned the, the, the you know the, the, the bits like the jiggity bits yeah the start of it yeah it's tricky enough isn't the it? days and the day certain days you have the sorrowful the, mysteries yeah, the joyful mysteries yeah. the wonderful mysteries the mysterious mysteries the messy mysteries it was that I didn't learn and the, the stations across another thing I the physical stations mysteries. of the cross did never learn them either I used to walk around and stand there the Stations of the Cross are very long. How do you learn the Stations the of the Cross? The goes on for days, well, doesn't it? Well, the older that's generation a, long of Irish stint people, now. they know them. Wow. So anyway, you're coming down with, with your, your yeah. auntie the nun. And I wasn't sure how to react. Like, to I her. started with the Hail Mary with her and then she st- went into the, the poem kind of thing. And then she what, started, the poem? you know, kind of a rhyme about the car and the people Go on. in it. Oh, I can't remember it. I wasn't really paying attention. God bless the car. We're not going far. There's a spar. <laughs> Pop in and get a Mars bar. bar. Yes, yeah. something okay. like that, yeah. And and said Amen at the end of it. Amen. And then she did a three hail, I think she did another three Hail Marys and a glory be to the Father. Yeah. And, and did you say to the Son, to the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I had the radio, I was at that awkward point where the radio was still on. She broke into the prayer. I didn't know whether I should turn the radio down. Sure. I then or I, up. Yeah, I was sort of like in, in you limbo. You were in limbo. I was in limbo. Did you, did you break limbo. it in? Did you? I, then I sort of brought it down a few decimals and I was, amen. How was she on the speed limit? Because you drive. She, she was fine on the speed limit. She didn't overly panic about that. Do you that. drive like you learned how to drive in an arcade? I, I drive speedy? like I stole the car. All right, you're fairly speedy. Ah, no, no. And did, There's not many roads you can speed and in. Did the, this nun that you're, you know, uh, she, did she take a name when she became a nun? Sister Aloysius. Oh, lovely. And she used to be a principal down in Clare in um, one of the secondary schools down in Listoon Varna. She wow. was the principal. Yeah. And, I, you know, if you're travelling and stuff, you'd meet people and where are you from? Oh, from Mayo. Where are you from? Oh, from Listoon Varna. Oh, geez, did you have her have a teacher down there called Sister Aloysius? Uh, you know, I met this girl in Thailand and she says to me, yeah, she says, we used to call her Suspicious Aloysius. She was the principal. <laughs> Sis. And she had us every time she said she'd come round the corner just when you'd be getting causing a bit of trouble. I tell you, we, myself and Hector had a tough headmaster in Navin. Did you? Oh, God be good in to him sec- now. Oh, in ah, national school. Yeah. May Jesus died on the cross, have no hard feelings against him, but he was militant. He was the first, as far as I know, the first non-religious headmaster of a secondary school in Ireland. So he must have been well in with them to get the kind of... The lay nod, if you know what I mean. Right, yeah. He uh, was next step. And like, it's funny. He was a tough man. Jesus, but he, it's like he thrived on it. He was the Alex was Ferguson sc- of headmasters. He wasn't throwing football boots at you. No, he was he, 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 he set fear into lads. Fear. Pure fear. We, we had a teacher like that. Hector well. can do a good impersonation. Can you rise it up out of yourself there? Uh, 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 get out! He had just, he had that... <laughs> 
Get out, sir! It's, it's not as fair as ours, but Liam Murphy was his name, and um, that'd be good to him. Lord rest him. Uh, Liam Spud Murphy was his was Spud was his nickname. Yeah. Um, and I met him in later life, and I found him charming and nice because he was away from those walls and buildings where he didn't have to be strict. He was strict. He last, ruled that yeah. school with an iron fist. The last time, so he'd create tension. Get out! Get out! Get out! <laughs> if you're caught outside the class, if you, were, if you were standing, if you're thrown out of a class, because back then you were thrown out of a class, you could be thrown out of a class for a day, a week. I stood outside French class for three months. Just, <laughs> just there with me bag. Miss Ryan threw me out for three months. Three months. <laughs> like, I mean, the stuff they got away with, but it was yeah. brilliant. I just stood there for three months outside French class. We had a teacher who, uh, a lady... <laughs> at the door, <laughs> not allowed in. She threw a duster at Dennis Carlin from Slane and broke his glasses and then said to him, now look what you made me do. Oh, one of those Now, ones. the best one ever from school is this. And Tommy, you know we got you. But we had a hardback copy for Irish essays in first and second, <gasps> first year. So yeah, every Friday Can we, we were, tell the story? We were given a topic Uh oh <laughs> We have to tell this story oh, Open it up, tell it, Is tell it Is it bad, Tommy? Go on, tell us Look at him, look at him Looking at the ground He's ringing his solicitor as we speak <laughs> Is, <laughs> Is the this, teacher dead? Is this the is the Tommy teacher? Tiernan no, to do with the teacher This is Tommy Tiernan On a podcast Looking at the ground going Oh, oh can we tell this He's story? He's coming out in a sweat No, it's only because it's a bit graphic It's a bit graphic well, well how but graphic. the podcast is graphic. It, it is. And you, you get, you get, is it like bad? You, you got 900 young in at school. 900 testosterone filled little Can Mickey's we, walking you, around. Can we tell this? Go on. Go on, tell us. Tell it. Oh. Jesus, you're after building it up now. Well, it's terrible. Well, it's not. It's great. Were you drawing pictures so, of. So, you're so, on the right track. <laughs> so, we, we, we would have an essay to write in, in, in <laughs> oh, square, Irish yeah. uh, every Friday and the topics, whatever. And you'd all have a special hardback copy for your essays. That only essay. Essays were allowed to oh be God, written. please don't tell me this is going to be So Friday, story. Saturday, Sunday, you'd write your essay and then you'd hand it up on a Monday. So every Monday, someone would go around and collect the copies. I'm getting sick already. <laughs> so now so one of the boys would go, the teacher would say, Go, go team, pull like a spotting the co-player and hand up your essays. Derek Dungan, go around there and collect the copies. So Dungan would go around <laughs> and collect the copies, the hardbacks, and he'd stack them up. And then he got a oh. hold of Tommy's. And uh, was it Dungan that did no, it? No, no, I that, no. You're, 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 Am I veering? You're veering. So, so what happened was so somebody got a hold of, of your copy, of mine up before I, you handed it up. I was made sit up at the very front, <laughs> so I had a little schoolboy desk, and she had a teacher desk. So there was uh, mine was kind of coming in lower, lower than hers. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so she a, couldn't see your desk. As no, no, she, she could. could she could, but there was just a bit of a uh, say a two or three inch uh, yes, rise. Yes, yes. From my desk up to her desk, and she would often sit. She would often sit at uh, on her desk and just be looking around, and I was really, really in close to her. So, oh god, um, w- w- give me a surname there. Just pick a surname pick out. Pick any mind. surname in O'Grady. Ireland. Okay, O'Grady. <laughs> no, no, you can't pick that because that's my auntie's surname. <laughs> Murphy. That, that's my auntie's marital surname. And Murphy. Ch- okay, it's a really... no, don't say Murphy because that's oh, really Navin. Pick another surname, random. Blewett. No, you, you, can't, you can't say blue it in this, this story. story. Tommy Tiernan, just no, you can't say one word. I've given you three. Give us a random one from Scotland or somewhere. Um, come on, loin. <laughs> that won't work. It I'm won't. just so tender, loin. Foley, we'll go Foley. Foley, yeah, Foley. Foley. Okay, so Foley. <laughs> we'll imagine that the teacher's name was Foley, right? So, yeah. 
I'm sitting on, and I paid no attention to anything in the scoot anyway. So uh, uh, it was back in the, I can't remember. Uh, we spent a year <laughs> where the teachers came around to our classroom. And then we spent another year where the teachers had classrooms and we'd go around. Right. So this, uh, this was one of those where, where we'd go around. So I came in and I sat down. I had to sit up the front for Irish and I got out <laughs> all my copies and I just threw them on. The, I didn't give a shit. Like I just threw them on the table like that. And, just sitting there, my mind drifting, thinking about some of the girls from the Mercy Convent, wondering would I ever get the chance to go out with the girls from the Loretto. The Loretto women were just, they were just a different class. They were just breed. a different class. class. They were and a class Now, the Mercy girls were nice, but... They're nice, but that they didn't have that glamour that the Loretto... Posher, though, the, the Loretto girls were... They would have, did they play hockey and stuff? Yes, and they would, would have had showers. They would have been clean. They'd be cleaner. The Mercy women were I'm rough Mercy, enough. I went out with a Mercy girl. <laughs> what do you mean they were rough enough? I did go out with a... Like, say you went to... I uh, went to a Mercy school. Yeah, now, but maybe it's Larissa, different. I'm with you on that. I went out with say a Mercy you went girl to a, for a year. Say you went to Rio de Janeiro and you met a beautiful young one from the favela, which is the kind of the shanty town. And she's fine and she's gorgeous, but she's from the favela. And then you went to kind of uh, to the darky of Rio de Janeiro or Kalini and you met some other posh ones. Ipa- Ipanema. Yeah, so that was the difference. The girl from Ipanema. So all the girls from the Loretto were the Ipanemas. Yes. And the ones... Well, I take serious... That's a serious, that's a serious that. comment. No, it's a general comment you made I went now. out with a girl from Mercy. She was a boarder. Anyway. That's, this is a whole... I, this we'll is, get back to this, this in a yeah, moment. Come back to the Mercy girls. Because you're only get this, diluting this the story. story. So anyway... You I'm, were daydreaming. Mercy girls were normal. They were normal. They were more earthy. Yes, and they played Gaelic football yeah. and stuff. L- Loretta. Yeah. 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 But anyway, so <laughs> I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there dreaming of these girls or, or thinking about Liverpool or Alex Higgins or something like that. And Miss, <laughs> Mrs. Foley is uh, is teaching away there, right? And she's looking around and she's telling this and she's saying that about Peg or Marching or Diron or... Uh, what's that one? Uh, no, she... the uh, Neil Cash. What's Neil Cash? Go... Neil, Tadera the Kataka Kulkash Neil no I know it yeah Kadiyan the the that's the sort of shit that's going on on the blackboard. Right, right. So I'm sitting there, and, and Mrs. Foley is just looking around, teaching away, and her eyes are drifting from one young fella to the next, and then she comes looking at me now. I would have been liked by a lot of the teachers, but I would have been hated as well because I was one of those one of those guys who disruptive. No, not disruptive. Well, disruptive in a gentle way, like a little, kind of a little, like a, a disruptive, like a tickle, not like a punch. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, there, so you didn't ha- disrupt the whole class, but you weren't really partaking in the class. No, I was kind of harmless, but absent-minded. Right. Do you know kind of? There's no. You'd look at me and go, "There's no badness in that and child." There's no point in. I just can't get him focused. Yeah. But they'd also know that I was quite smart so they they frustrate them why can't we get this dreamer to focus on it yes 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 I got my leave I got my intercert results and junior cert results in Navin and I failed three subjects and the headmaster Mr Murphy he handed me and I remember he said I hope this teaches you a lesson that's that's what he said when I got my junior set results. Anyway, who's so, collecting the copies? Listen, no, 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 So, so Mrs. Foley is glancing around. She's glancing around and she's saying this and she's saying that and her eyes are going from one little boy to the next. We're all only about 13, like. And uh, um, next thing she looks at me and she's talking away and then she looks at my copy and the class, <laughs> everything stops like that, like it's stopping now. Mm-hmm. And then she makes eye contact with me and she stares at me with a kind of a question mark. 
she's going to look at me. And I'm, I've no idea what's happening. And then she looks down at my copybook. Oh, God. And I, I look down at my copybook. Oh, Jesus. And one of my friends has written... In marker. I love Foley's ghee. Oh, Stop it. In big writing. On my copybook. On the hardback copy. Oh, no. Right at the front of, front of it. Oh, no. In a pile. And his was on the top of the pile. I love, love Foley's, Foley's ghee. That... Oh, now, that's a burn. Now, this is on a Monday, handing up your essay. Oh, oh. How can a, a lad recover from something like that? Oh, oh. I still haven't recovered from it. That's why. I'm... How can anyone recover she... from that? <laughs> I, and, I actually I... thought it was going to be worse. And can that. I? No, but the word gay, it's the, it's the information of the word gay. It's, it's a horrible. It's, 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 it's a, well, it's very juvenile. It's a slash fanny piss word, isn't it? It's kind of, it's, there's no romance yeah, in it. Love or gay. Well, know. I mean, I don't think you were aiming for romance at 13. You did like, like gay. Not saying, not saying you didn't like gay at the time because you're on about Loretta gay. I... I would, I would never even use that word, Hector. Nah, Tommy, please. Did you ever find out or did it? Oh, I did, of course. The next class, I was sitting beside somebody else. and uh, I hope you did it back to them. No, and I said to this particular fella, uh, let's call him John Mahan. Oh, you can't call him John Mahan. No. Because he's a county selector. <laughs> okay. He manages awfully and that's not the same fella because he's from Mayo. No, okay. No, John Filipino. John, I'm sitting beside John Filipino in the next class. Jesus. And I'm saying to him, uh, we have a head... Uh, 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 head of the form like or whatever it's called, a class prefect I, no a kind of a teacher who's in charge of your year That that's not the head oh master. yeah they're called the year head the year head so and I said should, should I tell him about Miss, Mrs Foley's ghee and and he said no you shouldn't you, I don't think you should I think you just keep it to yourself and take your bait and, and you'll be standing outside Irish until you do your leave insert but I think <laughs> were you thrown out there and, and then he was he was the tramp that wrote it of course he was because yeah, he, he said was, that's an awful thing to write he betrayed you there and, and it was a good copy book it was the hardback one yeah and destroyed it what did you was it a cover could you take the cover off like I had to burn it I, could, I couldn't couldn't tip X over Guy couldn't tip X over that <laughs> 
So you know I'm mad into the chanting. Yes. Yeah. You know, like uh, religious chanting. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I've been experimenting with different languages recently to see uh, languages I don't understand to see what the effect it has on me. Right. So I've been trying the Japanese chanting and I don't like it. Uh, it's fine. It's Give a us a go. I like the alphabet. I like the sound of that. Outside a monastery above in Ching in Senjen Monastery outside Tokyo. It's too hard. It's too hard. Now the Japanese are also the lads there into honour killing. Not honour killing, so that, that's the Iranians and the Indians. Uh, uh, shameful death of yourself. Uh, in other words, if you do something to let the family down, you stick a sword in your own stomach and die. They're, they're very much into that. So they're very, it's a harsh kind of... Samurai! Does he do when you are? That's the new I don't know if you, when me yes, and Hector... Yes, love that. When me and Hector were growing up, we used to watch a programme called Monkey. A monkey. monkey man, monkey, monkey magic. Shanjong. A monkey. Sta- no, 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 no. Monkey is driving around with a pig, and the two of them, the pig was a bit thick, but they, they, they they're this called is... monkey and the pig to go around, and they have be having adventures. Um, they're this, like people, 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 monkey, people, pig. But they could shape shift into pigs and monkeys. Yeah, but you know, but but pig had a pig snout in them. Monkey. And he could just I'm jump up. Sure <laughs> <if> <laughs> he could just jump up on top of a, of a, of a like crouching of tiger, a hidden dragon. This is way before crouching tiger, hidden dragon. <laughs> He'd swiddle around like that and shape shift up on top of the building. Was this real or did, was it just yeah, you? Yeah, kung fu and everything. The television program, right. monkey man. But the, so I find the Japanese language too harsh, especially when now there's a great wisdom they say in. Um, the problem with a lot of religion, my father said to me, Tom, religion is all right, just don't take it too seriously. But sometimes with words, like when I go at the Bible, it sets off associations that logically I can't accept. Okay? So I'd be reading a bit of the Bible and I go, that makes no sense to me. Right. So how can I believe that when my own brain is saying to me, uh-uh. but with Japanese... You go, the, the whole point of it is that you're talking for Irish people and in this particular chanting cult that I belong to um, is that you, you chant things you don't understand because it will bypass. When did you start this? Ages ago. Can I join it? Yes. Really? You, 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 you bypass the logical mind and then you just... Does somebody, can I just establish, does somebody teach you this or did you just... No, oh, it's on the computer. I love this. I, 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 you're, I, mad, you're mad for the, I'm mad the for morning chat. call to prayer. Oh, yeah. So then, what then I started doing was, uh, uh, the Japanese doesn't suit me. It's just too, it's too strict. We sanimaska. Anji song. Remember Samurai? What was his name? John. And he, and he, John. He'd get the sword and he'd shove it straight into him. Kill himself. We sanimaska. Anji song. Samurai. <laughs> Samurai. That's the way the samurai kill each other. And no, themselves. samurai kill themselves. <laughs> they go, yes! And then they'd say at the end, we sarimaska and song, which is, see you later. Before they take their last you breath. fools. <laughs> but I know what you're coming from, Tommy. The Japanese, the proud people. So it's too, it's too, like, the Japanese, oh. the, 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 the Japanese, 
sort of like they were the kamikaze fellas. They were fellas. That, they, they were, I think I just stuck something in. Right, no, I can. All these imageries are coming back of monkey and samurai. But they, so the kamikaze guys, like they came up with that of of instead of having, uh, instead of the plane having bombs, the plane would be a bomb. Yeah. Do you remember that? that they, yeah, they, kamikazes. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking explosion. So Oh God. Anyway, so I I found that a bit harsh. Well that's <laughs> just good. the Japanese it just it wouldn't suit my temperament. I'm a bit more romantic. So then I got into this language called Pali, uh, which is the they say the original language that the Buddha spoke. And I'd be chanting in Pali. And I love the Pali chants. Have you got a book? No, the Pali chants are. There's just something. Again, I don't. I don't understand what they're saying, but there's just. It's, can you? Pr- no, so, but just, so, let's listen to this now. Go. Namo Tasa Vagavato Arahato Samma Sambuddhasa. Namo Tasa Vagavato Arahato Samma Sambudasa. There's one more time. Keep, keep going. No, I, I, it's not just a beautiful. It is. It is. Lovely. And it, it doesn't kind of get you in a kind of. Um, uh, it gets you into a zone. You've no idea what you're saying, but something about it kind of just. Uh, uh, you know, and I, it's, it started me thinking about the power of words. Right. You know? And like, say we go, you go to Anfield, right? Now I know in, in, you're both Man United fans mm. and you have a great, ah, you're just, when you take hear a great, me home, country no, road. No, there's better ones than that. To United! 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 You have to get, go on, Lorena, give us to us. United! You can't say United. You have to go, United! United! So, I mean, if you have 77,000 people chanting that, yeah, that just must be. Did you feel that, Loretta? Did you mean, feel that? It, it just, it, so no. even though you might be a Spurs supporter, even just to, to sing that, and when you go to Anfield, yes, and you. And, it's just New York, New York. I'd be nearly crying listening to that. Just the emotion of it, and it, it made me. It made me start thinking of like Kino, Kino. There's something about roaring, roaring that just an Irish soccer. Well, I, well, Irish Gaelic. There's no songs in Gaelic, really, apart from the fucking that guard training song. What's that? Come on, ye boys in blue. Come on, ye boys in blue. That's a that is a sickening the song. The Templemore special, but the, the greatest song in Irish soccer ever was. Now, I used to go to see Galway United, and Galway United had one of the most phenomenal songs. It made absolutely no fucking sense whatsoever. And it chance. Was, chance. It was mainly instigated by... So a lot of students used to come out to the Galway United matches and they'd just be up to fucking mischief. And uh, every home match that I went to in the mid-1990s, about 15 minutes into the match, 
this cunt in a fucking PLO scarf and a plastic machine gun. <laughs> this makes no sense. It doesn't do football. Right? You know the Yasser Arafat PLO. Oh yes, yeah, everyone yeah. wears. There's always one or two round like, Galway wearing it. Yeah. This, this guy would just appear out of nowhere with a plastic machine gun and start singing <laughs> Muja, the Muja, the Muja Hadeen. And next thing, we're at, a, we're at a football match in the fucking west of Ireland, Galway versus Dundalk. <laughs> we are the Muja, the Muja, the Muja Hadeen. <laughs> Mitch, no fucking sense whatsoever. But it was. But awful. everyone got involved. That was awful, cracking. <laughs> but in under a corrugated shed yeah. above in Dundalk. But the the greatest Irish soccer chant uh, I've ever uh, heard of was, and I got this via Andrew Maxwell, phenomenal Irish comedian, told me this story. There was a footballer for Derry, uh, Derry City, by the name of Felix Healy, and Felix Healy was a striker. And every time he scored, the crowd would go, Healy. Healy to you know to and he'd, yeah. he'd be running with the hands up in the air. Healy So they were playing a game over the Christmas period, right? And next thing he fucking Felix scores. Right. And the, the next thing the fans start shouting Away in a manger, no food for his head. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the night sky shone down where he lay, he lay, he lay. Ah, stop. Oh, isn't that just, oh, isn't that, that's, that's genius. Beautiful. That brilliant. I think it's time to check in and see how the future president of the United States of America is doing. How's Joe Biden? Well, it's just I thought, a, I thought you were him, Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> just we need to explain to people why time. why we're doing this. So I am a cousin of Joe Biden, the cousin of Joe you, Biden. You're the only cousin first that was invited up onto the stage with Joe Biden at a rally, and that is also in the short promotional video which we might release, which we should release if we can find a platform to do it. Uh, of we when, can release when, the audio on the podcast when Joe got the Congressional Medal of Honor. Yeah, uh, Larita is in the video in the White House with Obama with Joe Biden getting the thing. So, how is Joe doing these days? Well, it looks very good for him now, lads, and uh, I think we could be on to a winner here. How? But isn't that, isn't that what they were saying with Hillary, though? Yeah, I know, but things are a lot different with Joe Biden. Like he's he's taller. Yeah, he's taller, yeah. and he he looks like a president. Like a dead one. He does look like a president. And he sounds like one. Okay. He's so old. He's not. Well, he is old. All the presidents in America have to be 70 plus. So is Donald Trump. He's old. But Trump is a legend. Trump has superpowers. Did you hear the story before we go on? COVID COVID came for Trump and he just said, fuck off. I'll eat you. They have footage of him in the hospital. Aiden COVID. He fucking, they said you have COVID. He said, put it in a fucking bap and watch this. And they sucked the COVID out of him and they put it into a flowery bap and he fucking ate it. What do you he's think? He's a legend. What Did do you, you hear the story about when he was being released from a hospital? He had come up with this brilliant idea that he should wear a Superman t shirt inside his shirt no. so that when he came out of the hospital yeah. to reveal that he was healed or as he's saying he's cured he was going to rip his shirt open yeah. and have a Superman t-shirt Because he's a fucking legend. That's real though. This, You know, like... You have to say, Larita, that him surviving and getting a blast of that vaccine or drug from yeah. Regeneron from Limerick, he has walked out of there. He was 
out of his mind. The on only drugs. side effect was he now has a Limerick accent. <laughs> and an extra oh, tan. No He's browner now than oh, he ever was. Oh, no, friend of America. Don't go off, fuck. I'm off me box on Yorks. <laughs> Come on, don't fuck Joe Biden up, box. Tremendous, head, you know? We're doing tremendous <laughs> amount of sales of Yorks. <laughs> uh, we're a great position. No, but when I saw him waving out of the car and he out of it on drugs. Yeah, and it's brilliant. He's brilliant. He's but, infecting but, the whole... There's more people infected in the White House than there is in, he's in infected, the whole of no, New Zealand. Larita, he's infected South them. Korea. He's infected them with hope. <laughs> you, I think, Tommy, Larita. you know, I Tommy is a Trump... Or Trump. He's something. a trumpet. 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 He's a trumpet. But yes, so obviously, I like, I like Joe Biden as a person because I know him, you know, and I'm very, very fond of him. And I'm very loyal to him. And I'm very, you know, uh, yeah. and I'm behind him 100%. And I swear to God, you're attitude will change dramatically on the 4th of November towards me. Larita. Because I will be able to call in drone strikes on a lot of people that Will I don't you even like. be allowed, able to do the podcast if he gets in? Like I don't know because I think I'm going to have to have a secret service person come and live with me. Not live with me, but they'll have to stay outside the door now, all the time. And are you going to go to, when are you going to go to America? Well, I wanted to go for the election. I was going to bring you as well. Yeah. But we can't what, fly what, what? there at no. the minute. So well, we can fly there. We just unless one of you've got a green card we'll or three, a passport, three separate planes, or we could just get a private. Well, I've got jet. a visa. Private jet. We get a visa. We get a working we, visa. Yeah. Why don't we get a private jet? It costs about five thousand euro for we, us. We could borrow uh, McGregor's. Paul McGrath. Is Paul McGrath a private jet? Or who am I thinking of? McGregor. <laughs> McGregor. Yeah, we could ask him to bring us over. Okay, Lorita. No, this and is very very serious. You wonder, Bally Malou. They have a private jet. Have they? What's her name? Dimpler. Doreen. Daphne. No. Darina. Darina. <laughs> they have a jet. private jet with Ballymaloo written on it. It's called Ballymaloo 747. Seven. Chutney. And it's chutney sandwiches inside. Ham, ham and cheese. Chutney. Yeah. So we, we can't go for November, but we might be able to go for the inauguration. And I'll definitely be invited Will to you the inauguration. Be, no, so now, how, now, how would you get us invited? Well, I'll bring you as far as the gate of the White House or something. And then, and then what fucking drop us like hot potatoes? And, and then what would we do? End up in a bar drinking Coors Light? No, I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> bring... Two like two fucking hillbillies. <laughs> how many boys. people are allowed to go to an inauguration, do you lots, think? Lots, lots. So, so there was five million at Trump's? Oh, well, yeah, but they were... They were, as I'd like to call them, commoners that were outside. Oh, now this is where this is where the Despicables comes in. <laughs> no, but I would like. I'll bring you to it, Marita. And yeah. Marita, how much are you living this at the moment? Because I when have you turn a better on CNN idea. And Sky, are you watching this every night? Oh, I'm watching it every minute of the day. Did Mike? you watch the vice president town hall thing or the other thing? Last yeah, week? I watch it all. Kamala. It's happened? called. They call her in America Kamala. Kamala, 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 chameleon. <laughs> Kamala. She's brilliant, you know, and yeah. I think she's quite charismatic and she's yes. young okay. and she's, she, like, this yes. is the great thing. But she's no Mike Pence. No, Mike, Mike is like Pencey boy. Pence he's boring and reliable leg. and he's safe. A, he's a legend. If he, if he was to play a, a position on a football field, he wouldn't, you'd he'd, put him in goal. No, he wouldn't. He'd, he'd own the fucking team. No, you'd put him in goal. Larita. He'd be reliable and solid and he wouldn't talk very much. Could you get, so if, if you can get myself and Hector over for the inauguration, like, is there any way we'd be able to make decisions? Decisions on? Like foreign Foreign policy. trade policy. Foreign maybe, Ireland. maybe we, could, I wonder would he be able to give us a division to run in American politics? <laughs> like Idaho. <laughs> Just yeah. give us a, no, 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 Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> We would be in charge of all visas and green cards for Irish people going in and out. No, we'd be sure. We'd oh, be, I'd be we the fucking be able to, from yeah, Russellville to yeah. New York. <laughs> we what? wouldn't. 
We will. What, what we're looking to do is, first of all, get the boys who did the big dig in Boston that dug under the seven-lane motorway. We'll get them to dig a channel tunnel, a tunnel between America, between Boston yeah. and Inishmore. I will do 900 fucking apple greens. <laughs> Imagine that, a one-way interhighway for Irish people between Boston and Kilrone. We could call oh, it yeah. the, Biden the Biden bypass. The Biden bullet train. <laughs> Four hours and you're in Inishmore. Fuck it, could you imagine? We'd have apple greens. We could have our village down there. A Buckfast factory halfway. 8,000 fucking toll booths. <laughs> How much would it cost to get from Boston to Inishmore? Oh, so um, it, it, it's exciting though for you, isn't it? It's exciting for me because I like, I'm not one of these um, relations that they've just dug up out of, you know. Um, the ground. Yeah, and just said, oh, here, look at your Irish and you can be my yes. cousin kind of thing. So I've, I was there in February, went off to Nevada and Vegas and I went canvassing for him and I spent the week, I spent 10 days there on the trip um, going around with him on his bus. It's incredible. Lorita, at the top of the, this piece, Tommy said that you were in a promotion video. Can, before we play the audio of that, can you just talk us through exactly what happened on that day? So I was very keen to get to the White House while Joe Biden was still the president or vice president. So I used to probably kind of stalk them a lot and email them and say oh can I come over this weekend oh can I come over this week so they eventually were like oh yeah listen every like I got a few dates and then things would change we'd, he'd have business and then I'd have to go couldn't go whatever so on the Tuesday I before we went over it was around the 10th of June or January I think so the Tuesday evening I found out green light you can come book the flight and that night, flew the next morning. Who'd you fly oh. with, American or Aer Lingus? United. United. And when you were, um, what did you have to tell the security people in Shannon that w- you were doing? Or I, I, di- I did, I went from Dublin, but I told, you know when you go through uh, immigration mm. at the, whatever you call it, down at the bottom of Dublin airport, mm. I said to them, they were like, oh, we're, what's the matter, My, you know, the purpose of your trip? And I just said, I'm going to the White House. And you're one, gosh, ecstatic because of course his picture was up on the wall as well because he was the vice president you know the picture they got the president ecstatic ecstatic absolutely <laughs> they were ecstatic she was ap- thrilled I was so excited her, oh my god and I you know they have to ask you where you're staying or what's the address and I was like uh, gave her the address of the White House and she's there writing it down she goes uh, that's uh, that's the White House I said I know I'm staying there for a few days <laughs> She was like, 1600 oh Pennsylvania yeah, Avenue yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, um, arrived over and then I got a phone call. They had somebody pick me up, take me to the air or to the hotel. And on the way there, they rang me and said, Oh, look, we're glad you've arrived safely. Listen, we've had to tell the vice president that your trip had to be cancelled. And I said, Oh, why? Well, something really important is happening tomorrow. We don't know what it is, but uh, the president has asked for Joe Biden for the afternoon. So, he, we've just said, look, he can't come. But you come as, as scheduled and we'll get you in very quietly. We'll make sure he doesn't see that you're here and blah, blah, blah. So I arrived at the White House and there was boys with big guns and um, body armour on them and the whole oh, lot. Yeah. And they were just like big, big, fierce fellas and big, big... And I went it's like up... Silverbridge Ray-Bans. Yeah. Ray-Bans, where they were wearing Ray-Bans. They were like... Walkie-talkies. Big, big, and they had big guns as well as guns, you know, big muscle, muscles. So I came over and I went, Hi! I was like, I'm Joe Biden's cousin, I'm here to visit him. And your man was there going, uh, Oh, bad news, he said, you know, the vice president's after having to leave 
go off on official duty. I says, well, to be honest now, I don't care, but I'm here now to visit him and I'm going in there whether he's here or not. So my brother was with me and my brother-in-law and they were like, would you stop? You know, Jesus, be more respectful or whatever. And they were having a bit of a laugh with me and um, I was like, oh my God, you're a big fierce man, aren't you? And I was doing all this flirting, flirting and rubbing his buttons. I had the red nails done. I had the red nails done and I had the high heels on and the whole lot. So arrived in and it was like going through airport security. You know, you have to take your bag off, you have to take your shoes off, you have to go through all this. And then the next thing, they just gave me a little badge to put around my neck and they were like, OK, enjoy your time at the White House. And they just let me off roaming around. I was up, you know, the picture that you see of the White House in front of all the news reports. Yeah. I was up hanging outside the door, getting photographs out there. And then his staff were like, oh, come over here, over to the West Wing then. Went to the West Wing and there was just like the army Where, guys were. Where, where's, where's the room with the fucking bomb? Oh, the Situation Room. Well, yeah, President. Situation You can fucking blow up Brazil. Yeah, I saw that. And it was I was like Dougal and Father Ted, don't press the red button. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and all the army guys were there in their red jackets and they would just open the door for you and salute you. Class. You know, it was all like so kind of serious, <laughs> sexy. Yeah. Uh, hard to believe. And uh, then obviously they brought me in, they showed me where where the staff of all, like the vice president and the president would eat their food and then they showed like did the official canteen where like the president and the vice president... Did went. they waterboard you? No. No, they what? didn't. No, they didn't. What they, do you mean no? No, they didn't. Did you ask for it? No. No, I wasn't. I'm not used to that. I'm not from, I'm not from, I don't know, the north. I just, okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. So um, then... Was there for the day. I was absolutely. I was a bit dis- disappointed to be honest. Went to the white. They brought us over to the. Um, Do you know what the waterboarding thing is? Yeah, it's, it's, it's for, where they it's, cover it's, your it's head. Guantanamo like, Bay. Yeah, they, yeah. It was. It was Guantanamo Bay there as well. Was, it? was there any interrogation? <laughs> yeah. Was there any interrogation where they slapped you around the place? Yeah. Well, I, I, maybe we should save <laughs> that for another podcast. <laughs> Where are you from in Mayo? I'm not telling you. <laughs> what do you mean? When's the last time Knockmore won a county town? Fuck off! I'm not telling you. They put what a do you think of Aidan O'Shea? Tell me what you think of Aidan O'Shea as a footballer. No! Why didn't you win the All-Ireland in 96? Oh God, <laughs> yeah, smashed us up. So yeah, there was a bit of that. And then they brought us to the dining room oh, yeah. the White House. And it was all like, you was thinking, God, it's a bit boring. Like there was just yeah. glass water there. Outside, and I was like, oh, "Was Hannibal Lecter there?" Got all the way. <laughs> Tell me your relationship with Willie Joe Padden. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, then it was just a big bloody. It was all exciting. He got the Medal of Freedom. It was. Yeah, but he, he can park anywhere now, can't he? With that. Yeah, he, he can. Yeah, and he can. Par- yeah, anywhere. He can but, rob but, stuff but out but of Larita, shops and. But Larita, in a roundabout, and get milk for free in a roundabout way. No way. And he can bring he can bring sheep anywhere as well. That's one of the things. <laughs> in a roundabout and he can way, share them himself. Just you, just tell us. Just there, I, I wanted to get to that 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 piece of the audio we're going to hear is Joe Biden. You were sitting beside who? Tell us. I was it. sitting beside my brother, who was I had to drag out of the toilets at the White House because he was checking out the piping system. He and was, the, yeah. the toilets, yeah. <laughs> he was stop it. And he was That's doing some good damn shit, man. <laughs> he was. Woo! <laughs> Motherfucking Joe Biden! <laughs> Your brother was in checking out the piping system in the jacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's getting fucking whacked. It was not. He was, was, he dare down, you? was he down on his hunkers looking at the piping? Yeah, yeah. Was. Well, I wasn't with him, but. <laughs> That's what just happened to have his credit card in his hand and a rolled up fucking twenty dollar note. <laughs> and, and you Motherfucker! <laughs> Some good shit here in Washington DC. Uh, t- and so you walk, you walk back out and you sat down and tell us what happened. Who was around you? 
Well, I was I was with the Joe Biden's family and Michelle Obama was there and their daughters. That um, is mad. Was wow. she in front of you? Were you behind? She was just she was just the role. Were you in looking front at her hair? Were you looking thankfully at the way she, she was, was dressed? To, thankfully, she was to the right of me because she's quite tall and I was quite small, so yeah. she would have blocked my view. Michelle is she's incredible. Isn't big, she? big calves, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, I didn't bear particular attention she's to chunky. them, but and then afterwards, I got to meet them, Barack and. Michelle and the wow. children. And this this is a clip. And then we had the biggest party ever. It was brilliant outside afterwards. Wow. Yeah. And then I went to a Republican club afterwards and that's when the crack started. Now a Republican club mm. is where it's like it's like a member It's like the Garda Club for Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. And was it good fun there? Oh, it was brilliant. Really? There was a, was there, free there was only men in there. I don't know, was it a men's only club? But there men were it, only men in there. And you. And me. And I arrived How'd in. You and get because in? I was having wine and champagne and vodka and everything in the White House, I went in and I was pulling men by the ties <laughs> and putting their ties into my mouth and dragging them <laughs> the across the bar. <laughs> And, and I was fucking uh, coyote uh, ugly. <laughs> was this a club in in the White House called? No, the, it was across the road. It's like it's like it was like an R and R. It's like the mess. The officers' mess. We're all the business end. We're all the business. Goes and down. what was going on in there? Was it? There was a. And then you got in. What? It was a secret knock. It's got the Mayo knock, has it? <laughs> yeah, I had to do a, sec- a secret knock and then I went in and I was like, I'm Joe Biden's cousin and I'm here to entertain you. On the M17 stone walls. I, wow. Honestly, there wasn't a business card in the place I didn't have in my handbag going home. I had them all absolutely whipped up into shape. <laughs> And of course, you know when you're Irish and you're putting on that old brogue and Mayo talk, they were they didn't Brilliant they Jessica. were they, there was stars coming can out. Can I of their can eyes. I just say, will you please, please, when your cousin becomes the president of the United States of America, we'll will you crack, please we'll bring me crack. and Tommy into that officer's mess? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'll bring we you will, back to the Republican we'll, de- we'll all DJ in there. Yeah. Stick on the prodigy. With and everything you want and a little <laughs> and Bronsky like Alone in a world hey, just watch Fox News in there. Don't go! <laughs> wow, it's exciting times. So it's exciting. We can, we'll give you more updates next week. Biden time! Well, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this week's podcast with Tommy Hector and Rita Blewett. We'll talk to you next week. 